It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, I think the part where he says, yeah, Trav, did you think I wasn't going to mention it? Yeah, no, I, I, well, I was texting you at you know 9 o'clock right after do, the game. Doing the postgame show, Hollywood Park Casino, last night, yeah. trying to figure out what the heck happened in a 31-10 to 10, you know, beat down yep. and exactly what went down. And I'm getting all of these emojis from Chris of the crying, laughing guy, Adele gifts. <laughs> the, the whole thing is coming across. And then and you got into I, it. I, well, yeah, and then you piled oh, yeah, in top kinda, rope sleeve. I just... Just basically tried to find calm ones. I thought the ones I, I brought into They're the table right. were really go good. They're all right. They're all right. They're really good. Look, you see, I'm not a big fan of go easy on me. When a team plays like that and, and you have expectations like that, we just you gotta get tell reactions it how it is. like That's that. It. You get reactions like that. Was. Look, I do, the, the season's not over. Mm-hmm. They've got 16 more games to play. They've got the Atlanta Falcons in a couple of Sundays. Now, I will say I was say just going to say, you get another one <laughs> yeah, yeah. against the you Falcons. Get, you get one against those Falcons, we, we got a problem. Yeah, we got something we, to worry we, about. That, that, that is a difference. Because this is a possibility. This could have been the best team in the NFL playing really well and kicking your butt. Yep. It could have been as simple as that. Yep. It also could be that the best team in the NFL played really well and kicked your butt, and you aren't quite as good as you thought you were. That that could be a part of it as well. We'll know more in in, in a couple of Sundays when they take on the Falcons. The Falcons are not a good team. It's funny. Even when you play Atlanta, it, it's got to be, you know, it, it needs to be one of those games. If you did win 31-28 to 28 and it was a nail-biter and you still had a lot of the same issues that you had, yep. that's not good enough either. You take the win, yep. but I'm saying that there are there are certain expectations now you're going to have in week two that was not there. As if, can you just show that that was those happen in the stretch of an NFL season, and that when you're actually playing a team that's not good, that's not favored to go win the Super Bowl, that you don't have similar results. Yeah, no. Look, in t- I guess Tampa and Dallas and uh, got the Chargers, got the Chiefs, yeah. got the Packers. Well, they they, they a play a teams. lot of really good yeah. teams, so they're going to get a chance to go beat some good teams again. Mm-hmm. It just they had the chance in front of everybody last night in face plant. Yep. It was uh it was not a good look. Um it's time for our Friday fire up and sleep here here's the deal. I've been doing this for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And been doing this radio game for almost it's your third you, month. You ready? Your third month. Almost thirty years. Wow. Almost thirty years. That's that I started in nineteen ninety five, so by so twenty seven years. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's been it's been a while. People come up and talk about our show to me at the Rams games awesome. like I've never experienced with other shows. People, I mean, people come up and it's, hey, I knew you from Key. I knew, you know, all of these other things, Marcellus and everything else. And it's always good, but it's always about this show, and it's always about the two of us together, specifically awesome. with Ask Slee. So I'm just going to give you everybody that came by, and mm-hmm. I would tell you when we do it again in a couple of Sundays against the Falcons, we're on the south side of SoFi Stadium. Come on by and say hello. I mentioned Cindy Baker, Caitlin's mother, came by. She's she always asks about you, but it's more to make sure that you're Cindy, not there. Cindy, what happened to us? <laughs> well, you such you a kinda, close relationship. Kind of whammied the team last year. You're, by the way, if I can defend you for a second. Well, actually, let me go you're the on, other way. You're Cindy, you can't go to any more <laughs> games because you were there yesterday. That, that what happened last night? You had nothing to do with it. I feel like you're safe again. I feel like you can kind of do whatever you want at this point. Actually, <laughs> we, we need you. <laughs> you can please come out to a game. Exactly right. How about this? So. Mm-hmm. Emily and I are standing there. Kirk's, we, we're, we're doing the show. Yep. 
Scott, and I'm not even going to attempt to do an Australian accent because I can't. Um, but actually, I am going to try it. Yeah. Uh, Scott goes, hey, mate. <laughs> All the way from Australia, yeah. Can you do it with Messi? Shrimp on the Bobby. Hold on. Yes, that's a, that's. I'm gonna. Hey, mate! I come all the way from Australia. <laughs> that's messy. If he were Australian, that's what that is. I don't want to go to the Rams game. I just want to go to the sun. I love how it has like. He sounds like he's drowning. <laughs> well, he might be. You know, Australia's an island. He probably knows that. Okay, but nothing happened, Berg. Nothing Frank, happened. Everything's Frank, fine. Frank from Australia li- literally says, "I listen to you every day." And I'm like, "Oh, because." Australian, I said, oh, you're an expat. From Australia, an expat and you live Australian in Monrovia. Living in, yeah, living in Venice Beach, who listens to us. He goes, no, 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 mate. I live in Australia. I've been a Rams fan for 43 years. I came out here. I wanted wow. to see the band. He goes, I listen to you guys every day. I love, And I'm like, oh, you listen to the Rams stuff? He goes, no. I listen to the station I love how you don't want every <laughs> single day. Because, Al, I mean. I know. I, no, I know. I, I, there's awesome. somebody in Australia right now listening to us. That, that blows my mind. It just absolutely blows my mind. So Frank and his son Michael came by. Paul and Lillian came by. Moses had a nice chat with Moses yesterday. That was good. And this is this is a good one, too. So a couple by the name of Mars and Lisa come by. Mm-hmm. And I recognized them. They looked familiar to me. And he comes by, and, and he said, I said to him, I said, hey, I, I saw you around here last year. Right? He goes, well, uh, yeah, because my wife and I, we come to every game, and we're very superstitious. And we take a picture of you every single week because we want to make sure that it keeps rolling. And I said, oh, that's awesome. Because, but each week we would get a little closer. And then last year towards the end of the season, we took a selfie with you. So we're going to start the season mm. taking a selfie together. Okay, so, no more photos yeah, now we made, with well, you. Back, back up. Away. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, they're, they're going Go to have back. to back up. Mars and Lisa, we're going to have to back that up just a little bit along the way. Darren came by, and then uh, Pepe awesome. Mantilla, the voice of the the Spanish voice of the Lakers, he came by. It was just a, it was a great. I day. love that you uh, you actually write down the name. So so many times we just say, hey, you know, thanks for listening. That that's awesome. It's awesome that you do that. We appreciate the love there. It was terrific. The, it was terrific. The Friday Fire Up is brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups inside of Stat Hero, inside of the app, and filter by single game. Pay attention to local market lineups at StatHero.com. Don't forget to enter your promo code. Stathero.com slash 710. You'll receive a 100% deposit match. It helps us out a lot. Stat Hero, winning isn't a fantasy. We got some good news this morning. Great news. Great news. So I mean, Major League on, Baseball. On all days. Yeah. Hey, didn't look, you need this? <laughs> yes. This is really yes. good news. Look, I'm, I'm going to be fine. By the time we get to, like, let me think. I'm saying by 630, Travis is going to be fully back. Fully back because I'll have had my martini by then. I was going to say, are you going to? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do a little high school football tonight, a little Friday night lights mm-hmm. tonight, Slee. Um, so I'm going to have my martini. I'm going to have my dinner. I'm going to have maybe a little bit of wine, and then I'm going to go watch a little football. And I'm just going to be in a great mood all over plastered again. Plastered for that it, high school game. It's, nah, it's not plastered, but put it this way. Probably take an Uber. Run the ball. <laughs> no, nah, top corner, nice yeah, and quiet. I'm going to wait for you to just start. Things are going to come from yesterday. Like, Where's Cam? <laughs> yeah, well, Rams couldn't have done that. Cam's yeah, next to you. yeah, Cam, Cam will get the same amount of yards that I'm going to get at that high school football game night. Big fat zero along the way. So Major League Baseball was um, they took a vote. Yep, and they passed a rule change, a set of mm-hmm. rule changes that are not insignificant. This isn't hey, um, we're going to tinker with the idea of maybe considering an idea of in low independent minor league baseball. We're going to try a ro- it, it was none of that. Next year, and shift gone. It's gone. 
that you can't have guys in the outfield grass. You can't have more than two guys on each side of second base. It's gone, Slee. We're going to see offense. We're going to see more hits. We're going to see more plays at bases. We might see more stolen bases. That all of the things that make baseball fun, maybe it's not the sabermetric way to play. Maybe not maximize your advantage to win these games. It's an entertainment product as much as it is anything else. This will make it so much better. Let me read just specifically. So Jeff Passon put this out. Major League Baseball's competition committee has voted to implement a pitch clock and ban defensive shifts starting in 2023. So this is not something, too, that we got to wait three, four years down the road on. It's coming next year. Uh, 15-second clock with the bases empty. Do you like that? Because I, that, that to me, I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't yeah. really care that yeah. it's in there. I'm 100% good with it. But that wasn't my hang-up that the pitcher would take a long time. I, I mean, I'm, I'm cool. You can make it 10. I don't really care. But that wasn't the thing that made me feel like the game was dragging. So, okay. So, 15-second clock, base is empty, 20 with runners on, and two fielders on each side of second base back. Um, and and the, they're actually making the bases larger Three as well. inches bigger. Three inches larger. Okay. So... This is the best equivalent that I can give, and this is common in all the sports. And I, I give baseball credit for adjusting and trying to improve the product because so much of the time, baseball is one of those sports that say, well, we don't want to screw with the history. We want to do this. Listen, the way we used to do things 30 years ago is not the way we do today. So you have to. 30? How about 100? You, you have to adjust <laughs> as you go on. Yeah. I'm not telling you that the way the NBA is structured today I'm crazy about, but the NBA is more entertaining today than it was in 2005 when the games were 86 to 84. Sure. There's a reason why the NBA allows, hey, you know what, less hand checking. There's a reason why the NBA, from a contact perspective, let's play, let's see some offense. Let's see games where it is 115 to 120. Let's make the product more entertaining. So it's not like what baseball is doing is exclusive to baseball. Every sport is trying to figure out, we might be doing things different on this show than we were doing a year ago because we feel like it's more entertaining. This is how this is how businesses work. The fact that baseball, the significance to me, you had said this maybe six months ago. You hate this shift. Yeah. You, you And you were explaining the reasons why. Al, it takes away from, if, if a guy is going to get a hit, let him get the damn hit. Why do I have another player there? And, by the way, there, people could be opposed to this and say, well, go the other way, be more strategic, all that stuff. I think this is great for the game of baseball. You asked about this 15-second clock. To be honest with you, I don't know. I, mean, I almost, I just got to kind of wait and see. Does it have an impact? Does it not? Yeah. I like the idea of keeping the pace sure, going. me too. And maybe it has a significant effect. Maybe it doesn't. But I think these are great things to try out. So, uh... I, the the clock, whatever. I I, I don't. It, it's fine. I, I don't care that it's there. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't love the idea of limiting pickoff attempts because I think that does affect what could happen on the field. But again, I can live with it. It's not the end of the world. Just like I can live with starting a runner at second base in the tenth inning. At the time, you're like, well, that doesn't sound right. It's like, fine. It's normal now. We don't even think about but, it. By anymore. the way, you are right, and that was significant. It was huge. That, that was a that's a big one. Yeah. That's it. What do you mean you're starting the game? If they go 14 innings, they go 14 <laughs> innings. Well, they still have 94 more games left to go. And I was on the other side is saying don't put a guy on on second do, in the do you tent. care at all anymore no, actually now i'm yeah. like okay let's you get know this what? Over the game's with. over by the 10th or the Let, 11th let's get this game over with Here, here's what makes baseball fun okay and this is coming from somebody that loves the sport of baseball loves major league baseball but here's what makes baseball fun plays at bags 
That's what's fun. When the guy gets a ball into the gap and you're thinking there's going to be a play at second base, that's one of the few times in baseball you're like, something is about to happen and it's going to happen right there. When you have a guy on first base and all of a sudden there's a base hit to right field, you're thinking, is a guy going to first to third? or There's going to be a play at third base and you can feel it coming, right? Mm -hmm. But if there's never anybody at first base because the third baseman's standing in right field, no one ever – the only thing that happens are home runs, and they just kind of happen yeah. out of nowhere. They're just kind of bang. It happens. There isn't any of the anticipation in all of this. This is better for baseball because more people will get on base. How many more hits do you think Max Muncy's going to get? Freddie Freeman's batting, what, 320? He'd be hitting 370 if you took that third baseman out of right field. Bellinger would be up to 204. <laughs> he might be. He might be. All right, sorry this about is that. That was great. Not, that was this not cool. Is Great news. No, I like that. I, I like that Salty cool. Slee. It was, that was, it, by the way. That was unnecessary. They don't put the third baseman behind the catcher to catch strike three. He, that, 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 that's still the same thing. Strike three for Cody Bellinger. This doesn't help him when you're swinging and missing all day long. That's Cody's going to be more confused. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's awesome. That's good. I, I, I can't wait for it. I think that it's going to make the sport better. I think it'll get more guys on base. I, the idea of a hard hit ball up the middle as a base hit, that was a base hit for 120 years. You know, and now all of a sudden, because we're really good at math, we've decided to use our mathematical expertise to ruin baseball. Can I, can it's I an entertainment can I product. I, I'm okay if if some of these fall flat on their face. Change them back. And they weren't good. That's okay. Yeah. You know, that that's, I think, the key point here. It's maybe you say that I don't care about this whole 15-second thing. Maybe it's that's they decide in two years, that was stupid. We shouldn't have done that. That's okay. Like, I, I think trying to think that you have to nail it right every single time and it's got to be perfect is the wrong way to do things. I think learning from some of your mistakes, I think trying different things is good for the sport. Good. You know who's going to tell you whether it's good or not? Your your um, uh, fans are going to let you know whether it's good. The players are going to say, hey, guys, I think this is good. So just kudos to them to saying let's try something different and see what happens. Somebody go get Dr. Clapper because he can tell me who actually said this right. Dr. Clapper uh, quoted Descartes earlier today when he came by, so I need somebody with a big brain like that. But there is a, a line. I'm going to get slightly wrong, but – don't let perfection be the enemy of better, right? It doesn't have to be perfect for it to be better. Yeah. Maybe this isn't exactly the right thing to do, but I think it's going to be better. And saying, well, we're not going to do that because it won't be perfect. So what? Let's make it better. Hit me harder when Clapper said it. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, he didn't say that one. He had the, if what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. He whispered into my ear the whole thing. <laughs> no, Clapper does everything better than me. That goes without saying. I thought Kelly saying, Clarkson said that. I could have been Kelly Clarkson. I don't know if that were Kelly Clarkson. Or Taylor and Swift. I almost said something. That would have gotten me in a lot of trouble. I'm Greg, glad I didn't say. It. Greg is not messing around. He's out here ready to go. Don't. Okay. What, Did what you, you have that bag when you graduated Come from on, high school? Bro. <laughs> I knew it. Right when he turned. Right when he turned. Right when he turned, he had something I, I, to say. I, just, I you saw it. Break, Greg. Come I on. Saw it. I the, came over here to on, let guys. you allow to go to hit a couple balls here in a break. And this is what you give me? What's wrong with my what, bag? Antiques. No, those are, nice. Home those are nice clubs from, you know, someone else. I'll let you know if those are nice clubs in about 30 seconds. It's Travis they work for Lee, me. 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Amen to the Alkaline 88 water. I've had 46 of them oh, so far today. I'm, <laughs> I'm going through them at an aggressive rate. Very refreshing. Now. Yeah, no, they're ice cold. It's a, it's a great way to do it. It's a perfect Very way happy. to help with the... Slice of pizza. <laughs> no, you you haven't you had the, one yet. Did you get the burrito this morning? Yeah, <laughs> good. You can put it away yeah. for somebody that's not heavy, and for somebody that's not you know like Who's breathing six foot hard, seven, breathing hard. You from can you can put it away. I'm impressed. See here, back. you sprinted. Here, here's why I uh, have tried to at least remain relatively calm so far today. Well, first we know you are uh, an animal. Behind closed doors. Yeah, I, I, like, like, like most people with yeah. habits that are unappealing, I like to do them privately. I could see you <laughs> run out by those bushes and <laughs> two empanadas. Eat this whole box. You know what I should start I run start back curious? and say, I haven't had anything. You know I what I should <laughs> what, I don't, Emily, you might know what this is called. What's that thing, like the thing It's kind of like, you, you old school, you'd go dress behind it, and that's that thing that kind of fold, and you would go. And like a wardrobe? Yeah, or is that like it called an, a wardrobe? I don't know. It's something yeah, like that. Yeah, where I'm just going to bring one of those, and I'll just go behind it and eat, Al, instead of, like, changing my clothes back there. And we all, all know that you're back there eating, you just but, are, you oh, just, oh, but you just feel better. Yeah. You feel better. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't look in my eyes. I don't want you to see what I'm doing. <laughs> I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so here's here's why we're talking about like this. Memories from your childhood or something. Um, did did you notice that something changed in the last segment from the first hour and change that we did the show to the last segment? I did something different. Did you happen to notice? It's not. And I'm not putting you on spot. It's not a big deal. I sat down for the first time. Okay. Whoa. Okay. I I I, uh, I usually when we do remotes, I stand up for right, the, right. the vast majority. So, so I sat down in these these chairs. This chair is about three inches into the ground. <laughs> that, okay, but this ain't. But that's just you. <laughs> that I just, you know, and this, by the way, just to paint the picture, this does not have one of those hydraulic things that goes up and down. This is like a director's chair, okay? And you went from a high chair to now. It's like uh, both of your feet are hitting. I, no, okay. Can I can I tell you something? Yeah. It's not just you, bro. This these things are digging right. Well, I'm just saying that I uh, I sat down in this yeah. chair. Let's just say was 20 inches high. Can we it's get a shovel? 16 <laughs> inches high. We're taking every leg out. They had to tie down the easy up because yeah. it was blowing. Yep. This chair is going to be here in 12 years. It's, <laughs> it's, it's basically welded into the ground here on the 10th tee at Black Gold Golf Course. <laughs> That's Travis, do you want a uh, new vocabulary word? Hit me. So the uh, changing screen yes. is called a ping fang. Ping it's a, fang. It's Asian and it's Asian based. And uh, ping fang. I need a ping fang. Yes, that's what I need. So you <laughs> Just to eat write it down, <laughs> put it in your gut idea folder. Travis gets a ping fang for his birthday for Christmas. <laughs> but Christmas is for fine Christmas. too. Yeah, that that will certainly work. Okay. Um, the Rams last night they get smoked. Yeah, bad, bad, bad night for the Rams. Um, no, no two ways about it. 
Oh, so nice to have football on. Ma- Matthew Stafford. Unbelievable to have football on. Threw three picks, got sacked seven times. Mm-hmm. Not a good night for him. The offensive line gave up seven sacks and uh, only gained 59 yards on the ground. Not a good night for him. Daryl Henderson didn't do much. Cam Akers barely touched the ball. Bobby Wagner kind of underwhelming in his debut. Allen Robinson extremely underwhelming in his debut. You know who had the worst night of all? McVay? Jalen Ramsey. Oh, yeah. J- Jalen Ramsey, who for a long time. Bro, has... they're going at him. Look, man, when you do this, when you chirp and talk, and I, I love Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's a great football player. I like guys that chirp and talk. But yeah. when the worm turns, when it starts to come back the other way. It gets a little quiet they're, out there. They're going to they're gonna start going at you. So here, here's what it is. Last night, they went at him seven times. Mm-hmm. They completed six passes for well over 100 yards wow. and a touchdown along the way. Stephon Diggs was giving him the business. Yep. It wasn't just last night. So here's what's happened. He's given up 100 or more yards as the nearest defender four times in his last six games. Okay? He had done that four times in his career That's insane. prior That's to that. That's insane that. In his career. Jalen Ramsey's not like a new guy in this league. He's been a made dude in this league for a long time. Not only are they catching him for big plays, they're going at him a lot. And and what makes this particularly troublesome and alarming is this. What made them be able to put sixth and seventh round picks over there oh, yeah. was that Jalen Ramsey Half had the field ev- was gone. Everything's on lock over here because yep. number five's got it. Yep. And so now, you know what? We can develop a Darius Williams. You know what? We can draft a Kobe Durant. We can go and Use let these sixth and seventh rounders. Yep. Exactly. To develop these guys into good players and go there. Well, if your number one guy is giving it up. That puts more pressure on the other guys, and now I can't cheat my safety. I can't put Fuller over here. I can't put Rap over here. I can't put Burgess Offense over here. Offense has the entire field. I got, we they do play, as they please. we got to play it all straight up because mm-hmm. he's that he was getting it handed to him last night. And and he gave up some big plays in the Tampa game, gave us big plays in the, in Super, the Super Bowl, Bowl. against yep. Cincinnati. Yep. The, the last play of the game, the famous Aaron Donald put the ring on my finger moment. Jalen Ramsey was beat on that play. The Joe Burrow could have gotten away for another half a second who knows what happens after that? This was not just, a, okay, he had a bad night. This is a series of bad nights over the last handful of games he's played. So, you know, it's interesting, and this is, he's had such a successful career, and I think some of the stuff that you're pointing out, too, just the ability for the Rams to say, yeah, that half of the field we're not going to worry about. Jalen's got that locked up. I don't know when it goes, right? When you're a star, star player, and then you kind of start itching more towards, all right, you're you're at one point superstar level, at some point, just naturally, whenever it happens for whatever players out there, you Sports. start looking like a normal player sure. that's out on the field. I don't know if that's what's happening to Jalen Ramsey, but the fact that teams – yesterday's a perfect example. And I know chirping has something to do with it, but the fact that the Buffalo Bills are saying, we're coming at you, that's a different conversation. Yeah. It's not, hey, you know what, we – know. Maybe he's a step slower than he used to be, but, man, he's still Stay dangerous. Away. It's, Stay away. Yeah. Let's target him. That's no. that's a different conversation. You know what this was, too, and kind of piggybacking on what you said? This was, oh, who's the best corner in the league? Jalen Ramsey? Okay, well, guess what? I'm the best quarterback in the league. Let's do this. Hmm. Let's, let's see what you got because I think I can get it in there. I think I can beat you. And Stephon Diggs is like, let's oh, go. Diggs, yeah. Yeah, let, let's go. Let, let's, you, okay, you, you're the best. Did the, or this was in the first quarter. Um, Allen finds Diggs for a first down. It's on the left side of the field. And Ramsey's, you know, barking at him. But it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. You're Jalen Ramsey's still a great player. But um, he just put one on you. And then as the game went on, 
he kept putting it on him. It, this was not a – like even Jalen – even Deion Sanders occasionally give up a play, yeah. right? But you didn't – No, you didn't this is just, a little different. This is different. This is – let's see exactly what we have there. Mm-hmm. Of all the things that happened last night, and, and maybe it's lucky – that because the Rams, other than Cooper Cup, really did not have a, a guy that you say, yeah, he played pretty well. Yeah. Everyone else was pretty quiet. Maybe Jalen is kind of flying under the radar as somebody who underperformed because the whole team underperformed. Well, and it and it, it gets um, it gets highlighted more too when your offense defense was out on the field a long time. It did. The offense didn't capitalize on any opportunities. Sleeve had one drive. They, you're they, right. They had one by, drive. By the way, you're right. literally the touchdown that they had, and they had to go for it on fourth down. I mean that that's the that's the only drive that they had. And I'm not trying to. I don't want to take anything away because I think you know obviously Jalen Ramsey was not good yesterday, but there was no margin for error for no. the defense yesterday, and that offense was. Um, it was just shocking to see them have as much trouble as they had or Stafford sitting on the ground or the picks or whatever the case is. So it's just kind of a – as everything just added up through the game, uh, that defense look, looked exposed as well. I'm, I'm going to qualify this again and say, look, they got 17 more weeks, 16 more games. Who do you think they they're going to draft? They're going to end up with a number one, number two draft <laughs> they pick. They don't have a number one draft pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that could be those are problematic gone. <laughs> those, as well. Those but, are gone. I will say this, and again, Buffalo might be the best team in the league. Buffalo yeah. is the Super Bowl favorite. Mm-hmm. Buffalo looked faster. Buffalo looked more motivated. Buffalo looked more disciplined. Buffalo looked better, better schematically. Better coach. But, yeah, but Buffalo, if you had a box and said 10 things, they're all going Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Other than who had the best night statistically, maybe you could give that to Cooper Cup over, you know, another 10-plus sure. catch night. But it was it was a it was Buffalo whitewash, and may, mm-hmm. it makes it a little easier. Maybe say, look, we didn't do anything right, and we got our butts kicked. So let's just flush it and move on. We'll see what happens next. We'll see what you happens. Just keep after bringing that. us food, man. Yeah, I was going to say you guys are, are quickly becoming my favorite people. What did we more do pizza to deserve coming this? this way? More pizza. Thank We've had empanadas. This is more mod pizza Thank that's you, getting you dropped off. This is all uh, fantastic. Fact or cap is Appreciate coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, guys. can tell you that I got some workout last night leaving SoFi Stadium. Oh, yeah. I, I usually leave at a half. I, <laughs> I parked at a different place yesterday than I did last season. 
Was it a, a were you guys, walk? Yeah, were you guys, remember you were changing the shirt and everything else? Everything work out? I got to the press box okay. last night, um, yesterday afternoon. So oh, we, the espresso we on, machine, too. We went on the, it was not an espresso night. <laughs> it, was too, <laughs> it was way too hot. I had caffeine, but I didn't do the espresso. Fine, I walked from Hollywood Park Casino, SoFi, yeah. from the media entrance to the press box. So that walk takes me, let's call it a half an hour. Okay. Okay? I was, it looked like I had jumped into a swimming pool. My it was really, really not a good look. It was so gross. So yes, I uh, thankfully had the second shirt. It was a hot night. So um, we could say that the uh, Rams had a bit of a, a Super Bowl hangover, and I was thinking about what's kind of the worst ways to get uh, to have something happen to you after a hangover. So I used to work at a daycare when I was in college and, uh, you know, I worked there on the weekends and occasionally I would, you know, go out the night beforehand and be pretty hungover going to care for a bunch of screaming children the next day. So the worst wake up from a hangover is children screaming. Travis, Dr. Cap. I don't know if there's ever been anything that's more fact than what you just said that it, it is, you know, and, not to diminish your uh, daycare hangover situation because I'm, you know, you got a lot of kids and it's noisy and everything else. But when it's your own children and you have to tend to their needs <laughs> when you are hungover, and it can it could be noisy, that could be one of those things. But it's just that you need to make sure that they get what they need to have in that moment. This is why when you are a parent just getting started, you may, mom and dad need to take turns on who has on drinks hangovers. that night. Yeah. yeah, you need to make sure because if you're both hungover, the, the that might yeah. be the end of it. Yeah, no, the kids are. It is the – I'd rather go – to a firehouse and listen to the bell go off all day than have to take take kids it's uh no all right so i will fall into that boat eventually but in this one for me i think it's um so i I remember back in college i'm working at i'm working promotions for uh this was in between sports i think i told you the story before 690 i started working there did an internship here the country station and then i go to the country station when they sold the station. so anyway so in this in between time bro the country and the oldie station they would have their shows, like their promotional stuff, everything. They'd start at like 6 in the morning. It would be some stuff. Started. So we'd have to get there at 4 in the morning. So I'm at San Diego State, and I have buddies that know that I got to get up at 3.30 shot, or something shot, like that. Shot, shot. No, not just that. I'd have to, you know, obviously drinking with them. And then when I decide, like, guys, I got to go to bed at sometimes, I would get up, and they'd still be up doing what they're doing. <laughs> Playing video games, smoking still doing what they're doing. at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> My guys were 41. It's great. No, but that's, yeah, for me, it would be the work thing. All right, so uh, last night, too, I had to park in uh, – it was a very large parking lot, one of the one of the uh, ones at Subway Stadium. And so I was very worried about being able to find my car when I was going back to it. So you have a strategy to find your car when it's a very crowded parking lot. Alan, factor cap. Um, so I don't know if they have this there. I'm assuming a lot of these stadiums, they'll have, you know, P4 or whatever it is. Do you uh, do, do they have that at this at lot that you're in? At the place I was at, no, they did not have it. It was kind of just uh, – They have color-coded lots at SoFi. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm pretty strategic with this. You know, Disneyland is a perfect example. Disneyland, oh, you do like I I don't do that, but I will remember that it's Goofy Four. Yeah. So like I will just have that in my head, and I'll be pretty good with that. So I'm pretty good on that stuff. So Goofy Four, yes. The problem is. You go back and like, was it Goofy Four? Was, it, was Donald Duck Seven? Like, you just—it's it, Aladdin. It, you, it could be any of them. It's like because they're all kind of similar, and yeah. 
I have a pretty good like internal compass. I don't get lost very often. I kind of know where everything is. But as I've gotten a little older, the parking lot has become take a picture with your phone because right. most places they to Al's point, it's pink lot and you're in section three. Just a quick little picture on your way in, and you'll uh, you'll you'll get closer to it because Goofy Four Al is uh, way too much like Aladdin Six. Did you have some difficulty? <laughs> no, it's actually lucky because my car I connect my phone to my uh, Bluetooth to my car, mm-hmm. and I can on my Apple Maps say where's my parked car, and then it goes mm. and gives me walking directions to my car, and it's usually very accurate. Her which phone is, nice. is magnetized, and it's just like <laughs> taking her. It's like a divining yeah. rod, like they used to use in the old west when they look for water. <laughs> right. <laughs> like for Gilligan's Island. What's Emma? Emily doing, oh, she's grabbing her car. She's grabbing her car. She's fine. Right, because like um, my clicker on my um, on my car, it does not. Um, it locks, but it doesn't like beep or it doesn't like show lights anymore. So uh, it's That's hard to, to do use it too. that. Get the is, thing to honk or whatever. Yeah. So um, Tim Cook um, was asked in a uh, like a Q and A um, about why they keep the non iPhone text messages a different color than the rest of them. So he said, if you don't like the green text bubble, get your mom an iPhone, essentially. So, you hate it when someone else, someone has a green bubble in a text thread. Travis Patrick. Hatt. Yeah, I think that Tim Cook's on to something. It's that thing that it's subliminal or subconscious or whatever it is. But when it comes in green, I don't like it. I, I want to see it in blue, the way that uh, Steve Jobs intended, <laughs> the way that it's uh, air quotes supposed to be. Yeah, those green bubbles. First of all, the text messaging isn't quite as smooth as it's supposed to be. If you have a green person in the middle of it, um, but no, I'm I'm blue blue phone messages all day long. Never care. Really don't pay attention. The only thing that gets me is the photos. Sometimes you'll get a photo. So if it's coming from like a Samsung or something like that, a video, well, I don't know. It is, I can't see anything. The emojis look weird. The, the oh, group yeah. text messaging is weird. Like there, there are noticeable differences. The other stuff, as long as I can read it, that's all I care about. So I don't pay too much. Are you, are you looking at that stuff? Yeah. Well, the thing I hate the most is that when you have, you know, I say I send a message like, hey, guys, let's meet at 630. And people are like, uh, thumbs, up. thumbs up or liking it. Travis get- <laughs> responded with a thumbs up to your message. Exactly. That's the worst. It sucks, and it's so annoying. It does motivate me, you if you had someone in your life that didn't it, have it, one. It is one of those things. That, that is, is their marketing pitch. Absolute- we will make this hell for you. Go get another iPhone. It is absolutely inconsequential in every possible way, right. and I hate it. <laughs> it, is, it is so meaningless and stupid, and I hate it with every passion of my. It's being. one of those things that uh, Apple's so great at is like their design. Yeah. Their design is beautiful. It's always very simple and clean, and they did that on purpose. Of course they to did to make you think evil geniuses. They can't do this. Um, so uh, it came out that Miles Garrett uh, shared that he did not respond to Baker Mayfield's text when D- Baker Mayfield was leaving for Carolina. So essentially, Baker texted Miles Garrett. It was like, "Hey, God, hey, bud, like." Enjoyed working with you, etc. Yeah. And Miles Garrett was like, I didn't know how to respond, so I didn't. So being ghosted is rude. Or sorry, ghosting people is rude. Alan Patrick Hap. It's fact. It is rude. But I think sometimes it's necessary. If you don't have – like you could kind of BS a response. I, sometimes you kind of want that person on the other side to know that, you know what, I just don't really have much to say. To, in order to say, you know, if, if he said back, uh, thanks, appreciate it, and that was it. Like, you know, like there's also a way to okay, do it. Okay, period. Yeah, okay, period. So whatever it is, right? The period, but it is the rude. period makes it something other but it is, than okay. <laughs> yes. th- there's multiple ways to be rude. That is also a way of being rude by not texting somebody back. I, 
I don't do that. I will not respond to text, but it's more just because I don't feel like it merits a response, but I'm mm-hmm. not doing it to be rude. Like, for instance, you Somebody said leaves me, the company and they text you, hey, it was great working oh, with no, you, but course. you didn't have a good relationship with them. I, I'd hit them back. Yeah, good luck. I would, too. It just won't well, good luck. Yeah, Travis I, liked the text I, messages. Yeah, I... <laughs> Travis has like Excla- your no exclamation <laughs> yeah, point. He emphasized. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would respond in that situation, but I'm also not going to drive it forward. Like, oh yeah, man, let's make sure. Do like, you remember yeah. seven years ago? Hey, I'm leaving. <laughs> you know, good luck. Yep, you too. Yeah. Period. But it's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Right, but there's things like for our show and our messages. If I'm like, hey guys, we're coming back in at ten o two, that doesn't deem a response. No, that's not that's not ghosting. It's just like I assume everybody has read it unless they are late, and then I'm like, oh wait, you actually didn't read it. Yeah, he he went yeah. out of his way for that one. Right, exactly. So um, Brad Pitt is auctioning off a private dinner uh, for charity, so you can auction to have a dinner with uh, Brad Pitt. So there's a celebrity that you would pay a lot of money to have a private dinner with, Alan Factor Cap. Hmm. So a lot of money to whatever a lot of money is to us. Uh, this one won't be a surprise, but I got a couple. Um, I love Conan. I think I've told you this before. I think he's just the freaking funniest guy in the world. Conan, to me, would be an incredibly entertaining, enjoyable, loose type of dinner to have some type of uh, uh, some type of time with. Then there's guys that you just kind of admire from whatever it is that they do, right? Their business, and you kind of want to pick their brain a little bit. Magic falls into that category for me. Magic, not just because he's magic, but also the guy is incredibly successful. Those are two I think that stand out to me. So are we, this dinner that we're talking about, is the person that I get to go with, are they going to tell me the truth? Are they going to engage? Or are they just going to sit there and, you know, kind of humor me for an hour and a half? Let's say there it's a private dinner, you and him or her, and it's very honest. Tiger Woods. We're done here. Yeah, I mean. Tiger Woods, because I got questions. And then you're going to write a book. <laughs> I don't even have I, – I have questions I, because I, I love Tiger Woods, the athlete. The title and, of your book, My Dinner with Tiger. <laughs> done. Done. It's Tiger Woods because there are a lot of things I would really like to know. A lot of things I'd really like to know. And eventually, maybe at some point, we'd talk about golf. Probably not, but uh, I'd, I'd want to know because to your point about Magic Sleet, Tiger's been pretty successful in a lot of different arenas. and Oh, yeah. I think Tiger's lived a life. I think Tiger's had some, some – I bet you Tiger has some stories that he hasn't told a lot of people that I'd like to hear. I think that would be very, very fun. All right. Uh, Dodgers back at it tonight. This time it is the San Diego Padres, who may be their first-round playoff opponent. Actually, something kind of important in tonight's game. So we'll do that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We're here at the Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda, California. And it is a beautiful day for our 710 ESPN golf tour. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Whoever turned on the breeze today, Al, we owe a, uh, we owe a big thumbs up to them because it's still warm. Yeah, still a little sticky no, outside. No, this is this is very doable. You can, you this can, is doable. You can hang here. You can hang here. I'm going to playing some Bob Marley. Yes, when it's are, Friday. When are you going to go take some wax? Um, do we have clubs? Well, Berg took his clubs. Well, because you where, demolished where his bag. Well, just the bag. The clubs were nice. I actually went over there and looked at the clubs. They're nice. You're like, hey, welcome to 2002. <laughs> no, and he's I, like, all right, nineties. <laughs> really? that, that was like from the nineties. He 90s. took his bag and just started walking. <laughs> I don't even know where he went. I think he threw him in the water. I do like. Can I tell you? I mean, I'm a bad guy for a million different reasons, but one of the reasons I am really a bad guy, mm-hmm. I'll judge you harshly based on how your golf bag is set up. Like, the, the, the things need to be in the right spot. go to my car. They need to go back in the same spot mm-hmm. every time. If the putter's not at the top of your bag, you're doing it wrong. Yep. Like, the driver and the putter need to be at the very top because those are the ones that come out on yeah. just about every single hole. I think hole. my putter still has the price tag on it. It's in the ball pouch. From 2008. <laughs> just in case. But see, okay. Just in case I need to return it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I, I'll give you a pass. Because you're not a golfer, mm-hmm. right? So if your golf bag made no sense, like if you had them, like half of them sticking one way and the others half sticking the other way, like you don't play golf, I get it. But it's the guys that are like, no, I'm super into this, and they've got the whole thing inside out and backwards. Okay. Like, you but don't can even I know give what you an example? You go play basketball, and the guy shows up, and he looks like he plays basketball. What does that look like? He's got good shoes on. Okay. Um, he's just, his gear is perfect. Like a better, that gets, like, just... What are we talking about? Uh, let's say he's wearing – he's got Jordan shorts on. Okay. Uh, he's got the socks perfectly, whether they're the high or they're the low. The shoes match perfectly. His gear all – like it fits. It just looks good, the whole thing, right? And you're like, oh, man, looks like this guy can play some basketball. There's a lot of guys that show up like that to the gym. Okay. Then you give that person the ball. They take a jumper, and you're like, what the hell was that? That's the same thing with golf. What but, you no, just no, described but, but, is exactly the but, same but thing as golf. my point is, is that the example you're giving, somebody can have the perfect setup don't you love the guy that has the worst setup and then comes, give me the damn club, it, hits it 280 exist. down perfect? Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. The clubs can be old. They can be uh, – you can be dressed like a slob. Yeah. But if the stuff's you, – I've never seen a good golfer that doesn't have the stuff in the right spots. Never. You can be dressed perfect. You can walk out on the golf course and look like Tiger Woods yep. and play like you've never picked up a golf club in your life. But if your bag is a certain way, like, I, I just need to see your bag, and I know if you know what you're doing or not. Because there's also, which I love the most, basketball players that walk in, look like they just woke up, nothing <laughs> matches. I'm shots. like, why do you have a collared shirt on? What are you doing out here? And then all of a sudden, you're like, I need help on D. Why don't you guys guard this guy? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you, you take him. I told you the story when the guy hustled me in the uh, ESPN basketball game a few years ago. When he said, hey, you don't do anything, I don't do anything? So he says to me, he's a tall guy. You know, I'm about 6'3"-ish and change, yeah. and he's about 6'4"-ish and change. He's got about, but he's a little bit older than me. I was probably maybe 42 or 3 at the time, and he was probably in his mid-50s, but in better shape than me. But we're just kind of jogging up and down the court together, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and he, he says to me at one point, the ball's off on the other side. He says, hey, listen, I'm going to give you a couple. You give me a couple. Sound good? I'm like, dude, did we just become best friends? Yeah. Like, I'm 100% in on this. So we come down first time. I get the ball, and he gives me, you know, he gives, gives me you good some space. five or six feet. Like, go but ahead. he could have easily been doing one of those. Come on, you ain't hitting that and, jumper. And I take it. I, I can shoot a little bit. And I, I shoot it, and it rims out. It wasn't bad. just missed, right? Yeah. And so we it's go down defense. the next time, and he goes, and I give him a little space. He lets it go. Splash. 
And I'm like, okay, that looked really, really good. So the next time it goes down, I get another shot. I take, I did make my second one. Okay. The next time he comes down, he's about 10 feet further out. He lets it go. Splash. And I'm like, wait a second, what's happening? So this guy is anybody else so playing, perfectly. or are you two just the only ones getting shots up? Once you give it to me, I'm not giving it back to you. This is an ex. I'm not. I didn't come here to pass, Lee. I didn't come here to play defense. I'm subbing you I, out. I gave, I'm subbing you. Good out. because I, I'm got about two or three trips up and down the court. Turns out this guy played basketball at BYU. <laughs> And and just absolutely, like, he could have destroyed me just straight up, but he just wanted a couple of open looks. Awesome. And he's just knocking down. He, he, he would have made 100 in a row. What if he hits his there. first shot, and then when you're like, hey, my turn, right? He's just under your chin. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's I mean, yelling, dad, dad, dad. <laughs> I, I should have known better. He's like, yeah, I play on weekends. Like, well, of course you do. You know, it just he was a basketball player. Just completely suckered me into the whole thing. Yeah. All right, uh, Dodgers tonight down in San Diego taking mm-hmm. on the Padres. Um We've talked about this. Dodgers one won't team play. have nothing to play for. The other one has everything to they, play They for. won't play a game where it's like, hey, we really need to win tonight until October, October 11th. 11th. Okay, that's still more than a month away. Uh, Dustin May pitches tonight. Dustin May may have to face the Padres in the opening round of the playoffs. Dustin May came off the uh, IL and was lights out. Yep. Two starts since then. Not so much. Last outing yeah. against the Padres. It's been okay. It hasn't last, been a disaster. Last one against the Padres is actually the six runs. That's the one he gave up maybe about three or four home runs, something like that. He Since he's come back, he's one and two. He's got an ERA of just under four, which is not particularly good. His whip is good. He's got a 1.06 whip. But, look, we know that Julio, and, again, this is all health-based, mm-hmm. Julio's your number one, Kershaw's your number two. After that, there's a whole bunch of open questions about what's going to happen next. And Dustin May is certainly a candidate for that number three spot. But sure. not if he doesn't pitch well over the course of the next three or four weeks. This is a big start for him. When we, um, when Dustin May just come back, was it a Saturday he came back or something? I can't remember what day it was. But he came back and was just brilliant. Lights out. Lights out. Had control of where the ball was going. Same exact motion. It was 99 or it was 85. Like, I mean, he just was fantastic. You had no idea what was coming out of his hand. And that's the day that we were starting to have the conversation. Well, we weren't. But some people were trying to make a case. Hey, Dustin May should be in before Gonsolin Ridiculous. as a starting pitcher. Okay? I didn't believe yeah. it. You didn't believe it. One, one of the arguments was, can we give this dude a second? <laughs> can he pitch twice? <laughs> Give him a second. And yeah. this is, I think, what we're talking about is at this stage, if we say the Dodgers don't have anything left to play for, really what we're referring to is in the standings they don't have anything to play for. There are specific players that Dave Roberts needs to see between now and the end of the season to determine how am I going to figure out my staff? How am I going to figure out some of my position players? Dustin May is one of those guys. So if he goes out tonight, has a really nice performance, gives up one or two runs, looks like the Dustin May he did in that first start. Okay, great. But these are the games that you're going to use Dustin May to try to figure out how you're going to use him in the rotation down the road come postseason. So I think we kind of it's easy for us to go back a little bit in our words. When we say the games are not meaningful, as in in the, the standings. The result isn't meaningful. But individual players yes. is meaningful. Yes. How Trace Thompson plays, how Chris Taylor plays, how Cody Bellinger plays, how these guys, it is important for them. And I actually like it against the Padres because the Padres, these games are everything for them. And and they're still losing to the Dodgers. They lost two or three in the last one. I don't know how many games. I think they have six games left um, against the Dodgers. And you're probably now at – it's got to be 10 wins for the Dodgers and or maybe 9 I think the, Do- I think the Dodger magic number is 6. 
So but, they went to nine to down head, to four. Head to head, yeah. it is. It's been you know obviously ugly. The Dodgers have dominated. So to see Dustin Main a very meaningful game in San Diego for the Padres, I think is a good thing. It, it is, and I. But I, I'll call it this: it's the pucker factor. What pitching on Friday night in Petco Park against a team that's fighting like hell, and you've already got your stuff locked up, is one thing. But pitching against that very same team when it's one-one and it's game three in a five-game series, it's a totally different thing. What is the pucker factor like? Maybe there's none, right? Walker Bueller had none as a young guy. Tony Gonsolin looked like he'd seen a ghost the first time he pitched in a world. It's just you just don't know what it's going to be. Some yeah. guys are like, "Yeah, what?" And then there are other guys like, "Whoa, this is a totally different thing." I want to see that from Dustin May. All right, let's go back to the Rams here. Uh, bad night for them yep. across the board. Mm-hmm. Nothing really went their way. But there was another guy, Slee, that I had expectations for because of everything that Sean McVay had been telling me during the preseason, and it was a face plant last night. We'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.